Ephesians chapter 6, turn in your Bibles. If you don't have a Bible, somebody near you will have a Bible. I'm excited about this because we're coming to the end of this incredible epistle. Ephesians chapter 6. We're going from verse 10 through to verse 20. So we conclude in our study of the letter of, 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 of Ephesians or to the Ephesians today. We are in chapter 6 verses 10 to 12, 20. It's been a good study, an amazing work of the Spirit of God in raising Christ, raising the church, raising the believer, and raising a war cry. In Paul's final closing instructions, he teaches us on prayer. There, Here in chapter 6, he teaches us on prayer because it is the weapon of our warfare. It is the weapon of our warfare. Everything else that has been given to us is armor, and that is defensive. Defensive. This is the only weapon. The sword of the spirit, the word of God, prayer. Okay? Got it. So we're just not dealing with people and circumstances. We're not just dealing with luck and chances. What you're going through in life, the things that, that, that you struggle with, the things that happen in your life, you're in a battle. You're in a battle. Hear my heart now. Hear my heart. You're in a battle for your lives, for your faith, for your relationships, for your community. You must know that your faith is under attack. There is somebody who is committed to destroying your faith. Somebody who wants you absolutely important. Somebody who wants you useless absolutely ineffective, fruitless, unproductive. Somebody is working very hard to do that. And it's not people. It's the devil. It's everyone who's working with him on it. And the reason he doesn't want you to be fruitful, doesn't want you to be, is simple. He hates God and God has doomed him to destruction forever. Are you with me? God is his enemy, not you. You don't even show up on his radar. He doesn't care about you. But God's precious people are here on earth. And God's people here on earth are bringing about the redemption of the world and creation back to God himself. So the only area he has influence is on earth and with God's people. Therefore, he wants to render you useless so that what God is trying to do, which is bring about your will, which is in heaven, on earth. Remember the prayer? May your will be in heaven as it is on earth. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. good, good. You had breakfast, no? May your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. That is the will of God. So he wants to undo that. He wants to work against that. What does he need to do? Very simple. He just needs to render believers important, useless. Guilty, hopeless, fruitless, ineffective. That's all he needs to do. Spiritually useless. That's all he needs to do. So we're in a fight for our lives. We're in a fight for our faith. Our relationships are under attack. Our community, are when your relationships are not okay, you are not at peace. So you can't be useful, used by God. When you've got sin in your life, you can't be used because you've got uh, no peace in your life. When you've got uh, under substance abuse or emotional abuse or relational abuse, you can't be used by God. Something or the other cripples you. Something he'll find to cripple you and render you useless. This is not you. This is not you being, oh, I'm so bad, I'm so useless. It's not you. You are under attack. Now don't go blaming everything on Satan, like your looks and all. <laughs> but you are under attack. We are in a fight. And listen to me. If you can't pray, listen carefully. 
If you can't pray, I don't know how to pray. I don't normally pray. I'm too shy to pray. I don't know what to pray. If you can't pray, you're out there, unguarded, unprotected, and powerless. You'll be safe from attack because God has covered you. God has got his angels around you. God has, God has given you every good thing for, for spiritual life and godliness. You will be safe from attack, but you won't move forward. You won't move an inch forward. You won't progress. You won't get anything done for any kingdom advancement, any eternal benefit. No prayer, no progress. It's an incline. Either you're going up or you're coming back down again. Either you're fighting forward or you're slipping back. There is no standing still in this work. So we do not progress from the victory from the flesh to the spirit, but we progress from the spirit to the flesh. You can't clean up your act, quit all your habits, clean up your, your outside life and all your physical uh, lifestyle and all that. And then say, from after I do that, once I get back together, once I'm a good boy, once I'm a good girl, then I'll be spiritual. Then I'll move into, no, it doesn't work like that. All these years it was not happen. It's not going to happen for the rest of You start with spiritual life. You start with getting act, your act together. You start with the Bible reading. You start with the prayer life. And then you will have physical victory. How do I know this? Those who walk in the spirit. Come on. Those who walk in the spirit will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Galatians chapter 5. You know this. Those who walk in the spirit, those who walk in the spirit will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. It's as simple as that. You don't start with the flesh and move to the spirit. You start with the spirit and then the flesh gets taken over. So have you noticed, have you noticed what a challenge it is to pray? What is a challenge it is to pray? Because when you, because you understand that prayer is your connection to the spirit realm. Prayer is your connection in the spirit to God. Prayer is what keeps you alive to God. I'm so bored, I'm so bored. Why aren't you bored? I don't have any friends. Why don't you have any friends? Because I haven't talked to anybody for so long. Talking, uh-huh, interesting. So if physical, in the physical realm, talking is your friendship level and your building and you feel good because you spend time, because you talked. Then on the spirit level, it's the same thing. It's prayer. It's prayer. Prayer. Have you noticed how challenging prayer is? Don't, don't nod also. Okay, don't, don't hide. Completely hide it. Don't tell me anything. But have you noticed? Your private prayer. Whew, stuff. Public prayer. Some non-existent only. The thought of play, praying in public gives you a rash. Prayer meetings. Prayer meetings. You say, yeah, I've heard of those. <laughs> Family prayer. What a, what a challenge it is. I can do anything. We can fight. We can eat. We can go out. We can make decisions quick of where we want to eat outside. But when it comes to family prayer, oh, huh. oh yeah. No, it's not that you, dis you decide we're not going to do it. Today, no, we're not going to do it. No, it's it just forgot. It's amazing. It's it, at entertainment levels, it's amazing of how family prayer just never shows up as an, and you can miss days, days and months of never having family prayer, and you're absolutely fine. You know what? You are fine. God is good. God provides. God takes care of you. You haven't moved an inch. You haven't moved an inch forward. You haven't 
defeated any anything you haven't won anything you have not accomplished anything of any eternal value because you don't pray you don't have prayer you don't know prayer private prayer public prayer private prayer meetings family prayer everything's under attack and that's why it's such a challenge nothing is more opposed more attacked more discouraged more distracted than prayer you don't have to agree with me i already know this just take it from me as the truth nothing is more opposed than prayer you want to go to church sure go to church baki sare tumhare liye tarah hi hain you want to you want to you know you want to hang out you want to sing some songs yeah yeah go for it you want to do campaigns yeah yeah go for it as long as you don't pray have you noticed the power of it if you have prayer and nothing else you'll be okay if you have everything else and no prayer you'll be absolutely ineffective and to think this is where this is where i shudder to think that we can think about evangelism and discipleship and church and church planting and and and, and developing our ministries and worship and leadership development and training pastors and training other and do all of that and at the end of the day find ourselves ineffective fruitless i was standing there in prayer with 200 2500 other pastors and i was thinking everything would go to waste everything would go to waste if i don't have prayer as the first priority in my life nothing is more opposed more attack than prayer it's like getting your sword knocked out of your hand in the middle of a fight you're in the middle of a fight and suddenly your sword is knocked out and you're like exposed vulnerable afraid while all your spiritual life and strength is taken sucked out of you and many of you are there i'm not saying all of you but many of you are there you are spiritually cold don't listen to this don't hear it as a condemnation it is not a condemnation it is not a condemnation you are spiritually cold it is a diagnosis it is a diagnosis it is a commentary on your life you are spiritually cold nothing spiritual excites you good news about church planting about discipleship evangelism nothing even touches you people's needs people's worries yeah whatever they need to organize their lives better and to go from there to a place of spiritual strength one thing one thing you need to have a prayer life and that simply means talking to jesus i'm not threatening you with anything i'm just saying talk to him talk talk to jesus have a prayer life you know why i'm so confident about what i'm saying because any of those the others who have a prayer life they are not going to feel you know ha huh, what is he telling me i thought i have a fantastic prayer life there's nobody who thinks they have a fantastic prayer life everyone who has a prayer life wants to just get better so i'm speaking from the bottom of the barrel up wherever you are all the way up the scale come on guys come on if you can get prayer back in your life you can get prayer on top of things if you can take that make that as a priority everything else over this all these these defeats you're having emotional the fights the irritations the the the, the sense of wow oh, god is not answering my prayer god is not moving things for me nothing's happening whatever that is or or you just gone so carnal you're going to do it on my own can't be bothered with this wherever you are on that scale if you start by making prayer your 
weapon of warfare is going to be different. Verse 10 to verse 20. If we are determined to win this at this level, to wield the sword, to advance and not just to be satisfied with defending the faith, not just be satisfied that this is what we need to do. Are you ready? This is what we need to do. I have to understand this battle can't be fought in my strength. I have to understand that this battle cannot be fought in my strength. I must shift dependency. I must shift dependency. Verse 1, or verse 10 rather. Finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength, or so your, your version is in the power of his might. Circle in the Lord and his be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. You cannot do this on your own. Now, I know you already know that, but you don't know how. You don't know how. It's a challenge. How do you do that? How do you depend on God's strength for everything? How do you move from your strength to his? How do you know you're operating in his strength? Is that a good question? How do you even know you're operating in his strength? I have to understand this battle cannot be fought in my strength. I must shift my dependency. Finally be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Number two, I have to take advantage of my God-given armor. I have to take advantage of my God-given armor. Because God knows what you're in for. He knows your battle and he wants you to win. So he has given you an armor and he says in verse 11, put on the what? The whole armor of God. The whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand because stand against the schemes of the... That guy knows you. He's a psychotherapist. He's been watching you with all his fleet of smaller psychotherapists. And he's not God. He's not even as big as God. He's no match for God. He's not a worthy opponent to God. But he is creation. He is God's uh, creation. He is smart. He is organized. And he's got the organizing skills of heaven here on earth to keep track of every believer where they stand. He watches what you watch. He knows what you read. When you're screaming, he's seen it. When you're grumbling under your breath, he's seen it. When you're drinking, he's seen it. He's seen your weakness. He's seen your strength. He knows your Achilles heel. He knows where the glitch, the, where the kink in your armor is. Do you get me? He knows you could be having the whole armor and one piece is missing and he knows. So he says, wear the whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God. Why? Because Satan is not attacking. He's saying he's scheming. Note that? Note it. If he's attacking, no, it's easier. He's up in front. And you're like, yeah, give me what you got. Give me what you got. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He's scheming. So while you're eating ice cream, while you're watching, while you're doing something, he's found your spot. And he's gone. Gone. Finished. There you are. Crippled. Standing there holding your leg. I don't know what happened to me. Lord, where were you? There is no God. It's a pretty quick down decline. Yeah? Number three. Number three. I have to understand. I have to understand. Are you ready for this? I have to understand that people aren't the enemy. Really, Pastor? <laughs> really? No? You don't know my people? <laughs> people aren't the enemy. And the battle is above me. The battle is above me. People aren't the enemy. Satan is the enemy. People are not the enemy. Don't say my husband is the devil. 
He doesn't even know the devil. He hasn't met the devil. If he did, you'd be in bad trouble. Because he'd tell him everything he knows about you. <laughs> no. It's even theologically wrong to say to our children, you know, you're like the devil. Because a child is made in the image of God and then you say you're like the devil and then now even God's ticked off with you. <laughs> it is theologically wrong. People are not the enemy. Even the battle is not at the physical realm. It is in the spiritual realm. Think about yourself. You get attacked in the spiritual realm but you respond in the physical realm. Yeah, it's like fighting with a taller guy. You like that? It's like fighting with a taller guy. He smashes you and you're there punching his stomach. Short over there, he's punching his stomach. And he's like, what? No, you can't do it. It's ridiculous. It's silly. Somebody does something stupid, you respond with sin. Somebody does something spiritual, there's a spiritual attack on you and you respond physically. You didn't touch them. You didn't touch them. You didn't touch the real enemy. You just hit, hit out at other people who don't even know what's going on. And that guy doesn't know what hit him. You just got back at him, you abused back at him, you hit back at him, and he didn't know what happened. People are not the enemy. Look at verse 12. For we do not, we do not, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. That's people. So normally we get stuck on that, but you need to, you need to ask, okay, then what do we wrestle with? Okay, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We do wrestle against, go for it, rulers, authorities, cosmic powers over present darkness. Okay, let me do your version. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, authorities, cosmic powers, present darkness, spiritual forces. That's a lot you're wrestling with, by the way. That's a lot. That's a lot more than flesh and blood. So what are we not wrestling with? Flesh and blood. So leave people alone. Leave people out of this. Leave people out. Your faith, the purpose of your life, the strength of your life, the anchorage of your life, the purposes of your life, the destination of your life, the quality of your life, these are all spiritual matters. Don't blame anybody for it. Don't. This is not a physical fight. This is a spiritual fight. So if you're struggling with those things, that's where you need to go to God in prayer. That's what you need to hit out on a prayer level. So he says, you are wrestling with rulers, authorities, present darkness. What is the word he's using here? And what is it? Just now we had armor. Armor. Are you with me? Look at me. Armor. Have you ever seen a person in an armor wrestling? No. He's moved metaphors. The armor is meant to stand strong. Tarang, 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 tarang. Okay? So you stand strong, you stand firm. We will pick that up in just a bit. I'll come back to that. You stand strong so that you withstand against the schemes, the schemes of the devil. We'll come back to that. The armor is to stand strong. We'll come back to that. But when it comes to taking down your enemy, he uses the word wrestle. Talk to me about wrestling. Wrestling, you don't hit. You don't punch. You don't slap. There is no attack. You grab the guy. Hopefully it's a guy. <laughs> and you grab the guy. And both the guys go into a lock. They go into a lock. Women go into a knot. But guys, guys go into a lock. Right? And then... <laughs> uh, and then, don't, don't, don't lose focus. Yeah. Go into lock, and then it's sheer strength. 
It's sheer strength. Once you've got the lock, you're locking out, you absolutely got that grip, then it's sheer strength to take the guy down. Then you're like, and you take the guy down, you hold him down on the ground long enough, yeah, and the people clap for you. <laughs> then you can let go. Wrestling. We wrestle against. How? How do you wrestle? You can't even catch them. How do you wrestle? How do you get a hold of them, grip them, and then nail them down on the ground? How do you do that? Prayer! Prayer! Prayer is how you get it. Let me take you to an old story. So this guy was, was praying, and, then, and, and, and he was waiting for the answer, and the angel came, Michael came, and he said, I was withheld by somebody else and I, we were fighting and it, he delayed me. That's why I came a little late. The angel said, there is a fight above you for... So when the spiritual forces go to war, if you don't believe this, I don't care. Ask your relatives how you behave and they will tell you there is a spiritual warfare over you. There is a spiritual warfare over you for your life, for your faith, for the, for the fruitfulness of your life. And when they are fighting, what feeds your forces which are working for you. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 14, aren't they ministering spirits who minister to you day in and day out? What are they doing? They're not feeding you pizza, they're fighting for you. And when they're fighting for you, your prayer life gives, you, gives them the fuel to be able to fight harder. Almost comic Almost like comic Transformers type thing going on over here. But it's real. It's a real warfare. It's a real battle. And many of us go into that battle unprepared. Then we get sick. We get into fights. Marriages go haywire because you went in unprepared. Satan can take you out. He is powerful. He is strong. He knows you inside out. He doesn't want you to be connected to God. Prayer is your way of being connected to God. Prayer is your way of wrestling with the powers of heaven. The wicked powers that are in the heavenly places. Number three. Number four. I must be armored if I don't want to get knocked out. I must be armored if I don't want to get knocked out. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. That what? That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand firm the armor has been given for you to stand firm to stand firm what does the standing firm mean that you don't get knocked out and knocked back look at me knocked out and knocked back look at me in the armor he's talking about no warfare he's not talking about attacking he's talking about advancing okay here's how it works when the roman guard the tortoise remember the tortoise they would all be there they'd all be you know, hunkered together, and they've got their top, all the shields on the top, they've got the shields in the front, and they're moving in the direction of the enemy. They're moving, in the, they're taking enemy territory. They're moving forward. That's how they advance. They're not going to shoot them, kill them, nothing. What's coming in their direction is fiery darts, darts that are on fire. This is not fun. They are fiery darts, there's big stone balls, all the things being chucked at them, and they are warding all of that with the shield of faith. Got it? But they are all hunkered down and they're warding. So they stand firm with their armor, and then move, 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 
stand, move, 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 stand, move, move, stand. You're taking territory, you're taking territory. You're not fighting, you're withstanding. You're withstanding the enemy and you are able to move in your own life into different areas of your life by prayer, by taking over the areas of your life that Satan had a kabza on. Maybe it's a relational area, maybe it's a mental area, maybe it's an emotional area, maybe it's a physical habit, whatever it is. Some areas of your life where Satan had taken to you, move forward, move forward using the armor of God, you protect yourself. Let's look at the metaphors that Paul is using over here. It's very, very helpful. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand. So your progress, your progress is through prayer. No prayer, no progress. Number five, I must have all the pieces of the armor. I must have all the pieces of the armor because Satan is smart about this. So you have the belt of truth. You have the belt of truth. Have the knowledge of sound doctrine. That's the belt of truth. Truth is the doctrine, what you know to be true. It is a battle against truth decay. Get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? <laughs> it is a battle against truth decay. The belt of truth. The belt is what holds the armor together, not your pants up. My belt holds my pants up. But the belt in the armor is what you put your shield on, what you put your sword on, and your instruments. Everything that you have hangs on your belt, hangs on your doctrine, hangs on the truth you know. Okay. Belt of truth. That's a battle against the truth decay. Number two, breast of righteousness. Breastplate of righteousness. Have an understanding of my position in Christ. Not your righteousness, Christ's righteousness. Not your righteousness, Christ's righteousness. Most pastors go to town with the whole armor thing. I don't want to waste time with that. Some other time we'll look at that. But I want you to know the battle that we're in because I want to focus on prayer. The battle, the breastplate of righteousness is have an understanding of my position in Christ. It is a battle against guilt. It's a battle against guilt. Number three, the shoes of peace. The shoes of peace have an ability to share the gospel. Have an ability, the skill to share the gospel in one minute, in two minutes, in three minutes. Know how to share the gospel, the content of the gospel. It's simple. It is a battle against unpreparedness. It is a battle against unpreparedness. A lot of the times you lose the battle because you're just unprepared. Number four, the shield of faith. The shield of faith. Have access to promises of God. Because the shield of faith shields you against doubts. Against doubts. It is a battle against doubt. It is a battle against doubt. I told you you're in a battle. The helmet of salvation. That's the assurance of eternity. Assurance of your salvation. It is a battle against insecurity. It is a battle against insecurity. The sword of the spirit. The sword of spirit. That's the word of God. Have skills how to use the word of God. Have skills how to use the word of God. It is a battle against spiritual forces. Satan took Jesus into the wilderness, on top of the mountain, to the pinnacle. And Jesus fought Satan with, Jesus fought Satan with scripture. He fought Satan with scripture. So you are in a battle, a battle against truth decay, a battle against guilt, a battle against unpreparedness, a battle against doubt, a battle against insecurity, and a battle against spiritual forces. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, etc., etc., etc. Number six, number six, I must enter the spirit realm to win this war. I must enter the spirit realm to win this war. This is not a war in the flesh. This is not with people. This is not flesh and blood. This is a spirit war. And spiritually dead people can't fight spirit war. Only saved people can fight spiritual war. Spiritually dead people can't even see a spirit war. 
This war in the spiritual realm is between, not between you and them, between God's forces and Satan's forces. And it is over your life. It is over your life. It is over the success and the outcome of your life. It is over the glory of Christ in your life. Therefore, therefore you are involved. How do you win it? How do you win it? By entering into that battle with prayer. I must enter the spirit realm to win this war. So that last verse says, praying at all times, verse 18, praying at all times in the spirit. Underline in the spirit. Because if we live in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If we walk in the spirit, we will, walk, we will also abide in him. B, with all prayer and supplication. With all prayer and supplication. You're praying about everything. Circle the word all. Three, stay alert with perseverance. Stay alert with perseverance. Don't get distracted. Don't get disillusioned. Be on, be on guard that you are under attack. Be on guard. You go on the metro, you go in the railways, you go to the airport, you go to Sarojinagar, wherever you go, you're always alert that something is going to be stolen from you. Either through the deal, huh? through the bargaining and the deal, or straight from your pocket, or from your open purse, or whatever. You always feel and you're on guard that something's going to be stolen from you. Spiritually, it's the same thing. Spiritually, it's the same thing. Satan's out to steal your peace, steal your joy, steal your love, steal your calmness, steal your focus. It's on. It's a battle. Okay. I must enter the spirit realm to win this war. Stay alert with, with perseverance. Intercede for other believers. Pray for other believers. This is how you have each other's back. This is how you have each other's back. When you pray for somebody else, Satan can't use them against you. Peace. When you pray for somebody else, Satan cannot use them against you. They are covered in prayer. Who prayed for them? I did. So you want the people and loved ones in your life not to get on your nerves? <laughs> Lastly, pray for the proclamation of the gospel with boldness. Pray for the proclamation of the gospel with boldness. He says... And also for me, Paul says, also for me, pray for me that the words may be given to me in the opening of my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. The fellow is in chains. He is in jail. He is in chains. And he's saying, as I'm here, I am currently boldly proclaiming. Pray that I will be even more boldly. I know that didn't make sense, but you got it. Pray that I will even have more boldness to proclaim. Our problem with sharing the gospel is not the content, it's the courage. Therefore Paul says, I am not, he doesn't say I'm not equipped, he doesn't say I'm not aware, he doesn't say I'm not alert, he says I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Alright, so here it is. You're in a fight. You have two things you want to do. You want to stand strong with your armor. So when the, when, the, when the evil one gets to you, when he attacks you with doubt, with whatever, you can look at the six of them, whatever he attacks you on, you are strong, you are guarded. Got it? Okay. You, are, you wear your armor with prayer. By prayer you wear your armor, you put it on. 
By prayer, you advance. How do you advance? Now the fight is moved to a wrestle. You're wrestling against, you're wrestling them to the ground. It's a battle of strength, not of injury. It's a battle of strength. Who will win this day? Who will win this argument? Who will win this agenda? Who will win this temptation? Every single step of the way, it's a thing. And it's a matter of strength. Strength comes from prayer. Strength comes from prayer. You are in a wrestle. So look at me. Uh, look, at, look at this. Very, two very simple things. Number one, he says we wrestle not in the flesh and blood, but in the spirit realm. So we're wrestling in the spirit. And verse 18, 19, he says, pray at all times in the spirit. Did you get the two? So you're wrestling in the spirit and you're praying in the spirit. Cancel, cancel the other two. You're left with prayer equals wrestling. Wrestling equals prayer. Got it? It's as simple as that. So your fight with the spiritual realms is a prayer. Prayer life. Prayer walk. When you're winning in the spirit, you will not experience defeat in the flesh. You will not. You will not. The word of God says... If you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. What do you need to tell God now? What do you need to do? Is it getting the prayer life sorted or is it getting certain other things issues? Is it changing your mind about certain things? Is it asking God for help in a particular? You've got to respond to God. So with every eye closed, every head bowed, would you respond to God? Would you respond to God? Hi, I'm Jeremy Dawson, and if you liked what you just saw, if it was a blessing, then hit the subscribe button. Come on, you can do it. Hit the subscribe button, uh, hit the bell so that we know you want to hear from us. Lots of videos coming your way, songs, worship, encouragement. Come on, subscribe. Let's take this forward and share with somebody you might know. Write a comment in the section below, but let's see you guys again. Come on, subscribe.